Hi there, I'm Janet Quinlan, and this is Finding Joy in Motherhood, the podcast for women who are looking for practical tools and words of encouragement to create an orderly, joyful, faith and virtue-driven home. I'll share tips to create mindset shifts that change the way you discipline your children, love your husband, and enjoy your day. This podcast is about coaching women to be the best woman God is calling her to be. I'm so glad you're here. Hi, and welcome to episode 127, Two Key Habits to Teach Children. So before I begin, I want to let you know that the June workshop for Reimagine Motherhood, my coaching membership program, uh, will be Summer Skills to Survive and Thrive. So this is all going to be about how to have a really great summer with your children. We're going to have three workshops. Uh, One will be on easy meal prep. Another will be on creating schedules that still give flexibility. Um, Another will be about ways to engage the children in home management. And then I'm going to work into those three simple no-tech family time for real bonding. So if you find that when the kids come home from school or you stop homeschooling for the summer and you hear a lot of, I'm bored and there's nothing to do, and you end up taking PlayStation out for them so that they'll keep quiet, this is the workshop. This is the month to join Reimagine Motherhood. Again, when you join Reimagine Motherhood, you can join for a month or you can join for as long as you want. You can cancel at any time. And each month, I have a different theme. And like I said, June will be all about making your summer a great summer. So you can go to https colon forward slash forward slash janetquinlan.com forward slash waitlist. Doors for enrollment will open on May 26th with our first workshop on Wednesday, June 1st. Again, https colon forward slash forward slash janetquinlan.com forward slash waitlist. All right, on to the episode today. There's a lot of parenting advice out there about what to teach children so that they will be happy. With my seven children now grown, I have a slightly different perspective about what is really important when raising children than when I was a young mom in the middle of the battlefield. Here are two parenting tips that I think are critical for a happy home and a happy child. First, teach your children empathy. When my oldest son, now 33, was in preschool, his teacher gave me an article about the importance of empathy, and it was a parenting-style changing moment. Before then... I had never thought much about empathy or the importance of teaching the virtue to my children. I thought that like so many other virtues, you either had it or you didn't. Sometimes we forget our children come into the world knowing next to nothing. It is their instincts that let us know their needs. Certainly it is true that some children's natural tendencies move them towards certain virtues. But it is our beautiful privilege to nurture and tend the virtues that don't come easily. So after reading the article, I realized you can teach a child to be empathetic. 
to see the world from another's eyes. Empathy is understanding and being aware of or being sensitive to the feelings of another without actually having the feelings yourself. Teaching empathy helps our children at any age to connect with the feelings and needs of others. Here are some practical ways to do that. When children are playing and a child gets hurt, help your child to be proactive and ask if they're okay rather than ignoring the hurt child. So you would say, Johnny, go ask him if he's okay. Another thing is if your child takes a toy away from another child or sibling, instead of simply saying, you need to share, help your child by putting themselves in place of that other child and ask how they would feel if a toy was taken from them. If you have a sassy child, instead of always saying, talk nicely, tell them that it hurts people's feelings when they are spoken to rudely. Encourage your child to be the one to seek out the new kid in the playgroup, in the neighborhood, or in the classroom. Here are some phrases that can help nurture empathy. When you treat your brother like that, it hurts his feelings or makes him angry. When you disobey me, it makes me sad that you do not respect me. What could you do to be kind to the new girl in your class? Or how do you think that makes him feel? Empathy developed in early childhood will go a long way during the difficult teen years when so many are just cruel to each other. Rather than a survival of the fittest mentality, we want to teach our children to be concerned about the weak and struggling, to be kind to all. The more children can imagine how they would feel, the more they will be compassionate, forgiving, and generous to others. Teaching empathy in children can begin as early as one to two years old. They may not completely understand what you're asking, but you'll be in the habit of calling their attention to the feelings of others, and they will begin the habit of considering the feelings of others. And of course, modeling empathy for our children is an even better tool than only talking about it. Let them see you consider others' feelings. Make meals for new moms. Help elderly navigate shopping aisles. All the while explaining to your children how you think the recipients might need help or appreciate being thought of. Again, if you don't naturally have a virtue that you're trying to teach your children, don't worry. Your children will benefit greatly from watching their mom also work at developing a specific virtue. Teaching children order. The idea of you teaching your child order may be an uncomfortable feeling if you lack order yourself. In this world where we have so much stuff, it's hard for us to have this incredibly important virtue. So let me break it down a little bit. Order in a child's self-care. Have a set time for meals and snacks. Not whenever they want to pull out food, usually because of boredom. This also helps keep the home clean. Have self-care routines. The morning routine. When the children get out of bed, even in the summer, they should have a set routine. Teach them to turn around and make the bed immediately. 
After breakfast, teach them to clean up dishes, brush teeth, and put their pajamas away. They should also have daily routines. Times where they go outside and play, structured and consistent quiet time each day, reading time, and a consistent bedtime. Order in home care. No food outside the kitchen. Again, keeping the rest of the home clean. Set times in the day when your children pick up before naps or if your children are older before entertainment. Do chores first thing in the morning. Impress upon the children from the time they're very young that it is their home too. You are not the maid. Everyone contributes to the care of the home. What do you do with I don't want to? Remember, you're the mom and you're teaching them a critical skill that they'll need for the rest of their life. So, no options. (laughs) No options for opinions from your children. Would it be okay for an adult to not brush their teeth some days because they didn't want to? I don't think so. Teach your children order in how they spend their day. Most important is the order of the day. A consistent sleep schedule, including naps until they are three or four years old, Then quiet time in their rooms, reading, or quiet, calm play. Insist upon it. You are the boss, not your two-year-old who says they don't want to nap or have quiet time. Also, outside time is critical to those little bodies. There are many interesting studies questioning whether the rise of ADHD is because our children aren't running around outside anymore. I'm not suggesting it will solve all the problems, but it certainly will help burn off all that distracting energy and make them happy and tired. Order with their schoolwork. If your children are in school, make sure that after a brief snack downtime when they get home, the homework is a first priority. Don't leave it until later in the evening. And have restrictions on computer, TV, video game activity. Teach your children to entertain themselves during the week with a movie night on the weekend. Be vigilant in restricting any TV shows that are contrary to the values you're teaching in your home. I also want to speak briefly about you setting the tone of tech usage in your home. When I was raising my children, I did not have a cell phone or cable TV, and I survived with a lot less anxiety, stress, and distraction. And I didn't need to know what was happening at every minute of the day. We waited until the 5 o'clock or the 10 o'clock news to find out. Now, I understand that the world has changed, but ask yourself if what you see on your phone during the day is really that important or is it just a distraction. Can you check it once or twice a day rather than all day long? Setting order in faith life. Above all, teaching your children to have an active faith life is the first order of the day. If actively praying throughout the day is not something you are doing, then you can teach them while challenging yourself to keep God first in mind and heart. Here are some suggestions. Teaching your children and yourself to do a daily morning offering. Thanking God for a new day and asking Him to help you live it well. Prayers before meals. A simple blessing said together before each meal. Prayers in the evening. Praying together as a family. Teaching your child 
to be in relationship with God and aware that every blessing comes from Him and every sorrow can be soothed and comforted by Him. Empathy and order are not the only habits that children need to be happy. However, if you can begin developing these two habits when they are toddlers or small children, you'll be on your way to developing happy, kind, orderly children that will contribute to the peace and joy of the home. Don't forget, go to janetquinlan.com forward slash waitlist to sign up for when enrollment opens again for Reimagine Motherhood, my monthly coaching membership program. Take care. Do you have a life coach who helps you be the woman you want to be? The woman God has called you to be? Who helps you sort through your marriage or parenting difficulties and helps you create the mindset you need to embrace your vocation with joy and gratitude? If you're looking for a coach, I would be so honored to help you. Email me at janet at findingjoyinmotherhood.com.